Pages. Okay, let's go. Ashrena, Ashrena, that we're able to return to our limud of Arayot Schaifetz of Rav Kook's Torahs and Eretz Yisrael. Part of what we're going to be learning now and what we've been learning all along is how by strengthening our gagum, our, our longing for itself through, through this learning, that we should be zeichet to return. The, the koach of gagum. Of, of yearning and Sipia the Yeshua and for salvation is the most powerful tool that we have to bringing that salvation closer and this entire Sefer Eretz Chefetz means the land of our longing Eretz Chemda Eretz Chefetz and there was no Tzaddik ever who expressed as great a longing as Rav Kook for Yisrael before he was there and even once he was there. And for us it's a tremendous schus and we shouldn't take it for granted to have this Torah and to be able to learn these Torahs together. The greatest, one of the, I think, the greatest moments I can recall was this pierced, this pierced June, after Shavuos, when, when we were together with Hevra and we were in Beis Harav, we were in Rav Kook's house and in his Bismedrish in the house, and we were learning together his Torah. So the biggest feeling that I could have, beginning the Nuzman, that we should all have, is that we should be zarecher, we should be zarecher to learn these Torahs in Eretz Yisrael. We're in Perek Hay, Eis Dalet, Seif Dalet. As often happens, Rabbi Shaila, the one who compiled this collection of Rav Kook's teachings, Rabbi Shaila Shapira, the brother of the Eish but Rabbi Shaila brought down a, a part of the Torah. Sometimes he didn't have the entire Torah, and there are other times that he, for whatever reason, because Manha Kitsur, to be brief, he only brought down a little piece of the Torah. So the page that you have is the is the complete Torah. <coughs> that's found in the iris, at the beginning of the iris, there's the section that it is so. We've already learned a few pieces from that. And this is Ayis Ches from the iris of Eretz Yisrael. Those of you, those of you who don't, who, who uh, have the iris, it's Kedai, to go through the, it's a small section on Eretz Yisrael, we're going to be learning, we're going to be learning the Torah in its entirety. So the page that you have is the entire, is Eis Dalet, just the whole thing. So let's look at it inside, on the page that you have. Well, Hashem, you have here, we have here a translation which is much, much better than any translation I could come up with. From Betzal Noor, <coughs> the Iris. It's very, very hard, and every time that we learn Rav Kook, we have to remember that we're just trying to understand and it's B'derech Evsha, B'erech, it's Hashar of what the Tzaddik is talking about. And people much greater than us were not embarrassed to say, it's just not clear, we're not sure. But try. That's all we can do is to try. But from the but from the trying, we're able to gain a great deal. Within the heart. 
Chadre Taharoso Kudushoso, the chambers of its purity and holiness. Misgaberis Hihashal Heves Ahisraelis. They grow stronger and stronger. Hashal Heves Ahisraelis. Nobody has Lashonis like this, only Rev Cook. Hashal Heves Ahisraelis. The flame of Yisrael, the flame of a Jew, the fire of a Jew, grows stronger and stronger. Hadireshes b'chazka, as a hiskashus ha'amitzavat adira, shalachayim al misus Hashem kulan. So he translates it as, but seeks impassionately, with tremendous passion, b'chazka, with great strength. The constant integral connection of life to all of Hashem's mitzvahs. That fire inside of us is desperately in need of kalim, of vessels, of something real in the world, of something concrete. And as we learned from the Esh Kaidish and Savazir, is that if the fire inside of a Jew doesn't connect to mitzvahs, doesn't find concrete, concrete kalim in which to pour this fire. So then, Khalila, what happens to that fire? It can go to all kinds of strange places. A Jew has such a fire. This is not something that just goes away, it just disappears. There's a fire inside of a Jew. The shail is, what's going to happen to that fire? Where's that fire going to go? So either it's going to be like we say in the Nachem of Tishvah, that we ask Hashem, you destroy the Beis HaMikdash with fire, we're asking you to build it with fire. So Hashem gave us, Rav Kuk is saying that Hashem gave us Torah Mitzvahs. Not just as assignments, but as Caleb. The fire of, of the heart of a Jew is very, very powerful, and it seeks concrete ways to express that passion. And if that passion is not going to find kalim that are holy, vessels of holiness, it will seek expressions outside of holiness. And Jews, therefore, have the capacity to be unbelievably destructive people. We're smart, we have a lot of energy, and a lot of passion. And people like that can cause a big commotion in the world, and we have, can make a big mess. And we have. The tumor of, of, of Christianity comes from us. The tumor of communism comes from us. Many, many places, Kalim, of impurity, that tragically the fire of the Jewish soul entered into. What Rav Kook is saying is that within the heart, in the chambers of purity, its purity and holiness grows stronger than the Israelite flame, which seeks impassionately the constant and terrible connection of, of life to all of Hashem's mitzvahs. Lotzekes es ruach Hashem. To pour, to pour that unbelievable ruach of Hashem. Ruach Yisrael Hamole, the full Spirit of Yisrael. Ruach Yisrael Hamale Hakloli. It's not only that you and I carry within us, each and every one of us, our own individual personal fire. Because we have within us a chelakalakamimal. But each and every Jew carries within him also the fire of the entirety of the Jewish people. And it's not only the Jewish people of our generation. We carry within us the fire of Am Yisrael from its beginning until its end. It's a lot for a person to carry. Hamamale is kol chalola shel haneshama that fills all the chambers of the soul. This fire that fills all of the chambers of the soul. Now what do we do with this fire? That's been a problem throughout all of the years. And as we get closer to Mashiach, 
the fire is growing stronger and stronger in preparation and in excitement and anticipation of Mashiach's survival becomes potentially that fire becomes more destructive and of course more constructive. <coughs> the key is that the fire should be poured, as Rav Cook says, Bisokol Hakalim Harabim Hamyuchadim La into all the many vessels that were designed for it. We have for this fire there are custom designed beautiful, beautiful, beautiful vessels, Kalim. Every single mitzvah. All of the mitzvahs, tefillah, libanatara, <coughs> chasadim, ma'isim toivim, all of the mitzvahs that are raised under Rabbanah, that Hashem is baruch, Hashem chavitz, amatit, gadit, aviyad, that Hashem is baruch, gave to Am Yisrael as vessels to be filled with this fire that's within us and to be used. to be Megala Lakus in this world and to bring the world closer and closer to its redemption. These vessels were designed for it. These vessels, these mitzvahs, were designed for this fire, for this passion of a Jew, for the intellect of a Jew, to give full expression, practical and ideal. Mysis v'idealis, to the Israelite conception, <clears throat> to that koach, to that, to that fire of Yisrael that's inside us. Full expression, practical, and ideal. Practical means physically lemaisa with the mitzvahs that are carried out lemaisa, the mitzvahs of Shabbos and and, and Yantiv and so on and so forth, and, and sukkah and shayfer and luluv and v'chulu v'chulu, and 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 all of the mitzvahs ben amachaveru that are able to give full expression to that fire of Yisrael in a very, in a very down-to-earth and practical way. But also, it's not, just, it's not just to the practical, but also to the ideal, to the way that we think, to what Jews think about. When Am Chacham V'Navon, Jews think. And the thoughts have to be poured into Kalim. Poured into Kalim that contain they have the ability to contain such idealism. Jewish people are unbelievably idealistic. And again, if that idealism is not poured into the proper clay. My wife showed me the other day there was a somebody sent her an we don't know who the person is, it was a woman that sent her an email. Apparently there's some there are some forest fires in the West. And um it's terrible. Hashem should bring them lots of rain and take some of the water from Houston and give it to them. They have plenty to go around the whole world, though, they got over there. So this person sent a thing to my wife to, to ask me and to speak to the congregation about praying for the trees and feeling their pain. That was a lotion. To daven for Hashem's world that it should be safe and good, of course, but to it's hard to feel the pain of trees, to understand what she's talking about. But I could admire her because she's an idealistic person. She might be nuts, <laughs> but she's idealistic, and I admire idealistic people. I admire idealistic people, unless they get violent and stuff like that. But idealistic people are a bracha to the world in general. They're just very tiring at times, but they're, but they're a tremendous bracha to the world. And this... She's, she's feeling the pain of treason. So we, we need Caleb for all of this. We need Caleb. So she found the cleat. This is her cleat. This cleat that she found is okay. It's, it's harmless. She's not looking for anything bad. She's a nice person, obviously. It's not a cleat that, uh, it's not something that, that has a makar in, 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 in Tyree, even though we have two Bishvat and, and we're allowed to. To daven for anything in Hashem's world, but this you don't understand. I'm talking about this perspective of uh, is is foreign to us. But we need to have kalim for our feelings and for our thoughts. We need to have kalim, both practical 
and and intellectual, emotional, kalim. So we have mitzvahs like tefillah, tshuva. These are mitzvahs that not only involve the practical expression of words and davening and the carrying out of tshuva, lamaisa, but also feelings of tshuva, feelings of of dveikas b'ashem to pour our hearts into tefillah, and so on, into all mitzvahs, b'leiv avsholem. Harishofim misgabrim belev hatzadikim, the flames glow in the heart of the righteous. They glow and they misgabrim. They become stronger and stronger in the hearts of the tzadikim. The mamish, the tzadikim mamish feel that fire. They feel the fire in a very direct way. For Kadosh Baruch Hu and for Torah Mitzvahs. Yikoid eish kodesh yukad va'ela yoykid va'ela. A holy flame ascends. Who believe kol ha'uma, who boer miyamim yamima, and in the heart of the entire nation, the tzaddikim feel this in a very clear way that it's the fire of of Hashem, it's the fire of the neshama. But the truth is that this fire burns in the heart of the entire nation. It burns constantly. Eish tamid tu kadal mezbeach leisechbe. That, that this Eish Kaidis, this Shul is to have over the Aaron Kaidis, those words. Eish Tamid, Tukarel Mizbeach Leisechba. An eternal flame shall burn on the Mizbeach, it shall never be extinguished. O believe Kol Reikonim Shibi Yisrael. And if Cook says that even in the hearts of all the Reikonim Shibi Yisrael, of, of Jews who, are, who look to be, when we look at them, we see them as being empty people. Who believe call reikonim should be Israel, Jews who appear to be empty. Reikonim Yisrael means they're empty of mitzvahs. A masim tovim, people who are empty of mitzvahs. They haven't found a Jewish expression or a Torah expression for the for the fire in them. Believe call reikonim should be Israel. Or believe in a case Rav Cook is worried in case we might not understand what that emptiness means. He says, believe call poishe Israel. And the sinners of Israel. Poisha Yisrael. It's a very strong word. It means serious sinners. Believe Kol Poisha Yisrael. Ha'esh Bo'er V'yokeid Be'pnimi Pnimis. It burns deep within. This fire burns deep, deep within them. Can you see by some of the Poisha Yisrael that the fire comes out in the in a much clearer way than some just regular nice from people. You see in the Pesci itself such a such a fire. And and Rav Kook, as you know, got into a lot of trouble for speaking about Isaiah from Nazareth when he spoke about him as being a person of tremendous fire and tremendous koch. So so he Rav Kook was misunderstood and caused the whole commotion in Yerushalayim Kiyadua. Rav Kook wasn't wasn't praising Yashka also Haish. He was uh, Rav Kook, as you know, throughout his farm writes very strongly against that tumma of Christianity and who Isa Ish was. Rav Kook was speaking about the fire that this person had burning within him. That because he had such a powerful fire, he was a big Paisha Yisrael, he was a tremendous sinner. But he had Kaichas. And look at the fire that he made in the world. Such a fire of, of dest- a destructive fire, a fire of Tumah. He wasn't a plain person. So that Paisha Yisrael that have tremendous kaychas. See in general by by descendants of tzaddikim that there's many of the tzaddikim, their children and grandchildren that were not religious, have tremendous, that became Paisha Yisrael, tremendous kaychas. The fire they received from the from the grandfather and the grandmother, they got the fire. But what to do with the fire, they got they got it along the way, they got lost because of the times that were they, li- they were living in and the, what was going on. So the fire got the fire got uh, <coughs> misplaced. But every single Jew of Cook says, mm-hmm. it "Burns the fire burns deep, deep within the pneumaconemias." Sometimes you have to look very, very hard. To see, but the age boy. But if you look hard enough, you'll find that fire. 
בפנימי פנימיס. ובכלולוס האומה כולה. And of course, in the entire nation at large, the Jewish people, this fire is burning. Therefore, we see that the, as a people, the things that, as a nation, that passion, that ideal, that, that idealism, that fire. Bechlolos umakula kol chefetz hacheres v'kol tshukas hachayim. The tremendous desire that the Jewish people have for freedom. <coughs> Tremendous desire that the Jewish people have for freedom. I was reading somewhere an article about, about the trip to Rav Cook when he was here in America. He was here for, I believe it was eight months when he came with the Kovner Rav and, and the Rashiv of Chavon of Moshe Mordechai Epstein. Cook came here to, to be Mechazik, the Yeshuv of Eretz Yisrael, and the Yeshivas of Europe to collect money. They spent eight months. The whole, that whole story is a remarkable, remarkable story. And the talks that Rav Cook gave wherever he went. And if those other two were not big tzaddikim, they would have, they wouldn't have been able to handle it because everybody was running all over after chasing Rav Kook everywhere. And the talks that he gave, and there was an interesting talk that he gave when he was in Philadelphia. And they, Philadelphia was a was a very big Jewish community. It's still a beautiful Jewish community, but it's one of the oldest communities is Philadelphia. And and they brought Rav Kook to the to the uh, Independence Hall, right, and to to the Liberty Bell. And Rav Kook spoke about it. No one understood what he was talking about. He, he, he gave these talks, and a lot of the reporters that followed him around, they were Yiddish, uh, from the Yiddish newspapers, and, and he was able to speak, Rav Kook was able to speak English. You know that he could speak English. He spoke a, a fluent, with a, an accent, but he spoke a heavy accent, but he spoke a fluent English. He was in England for a few years, uh, during World War I. He spoke, uh, he spoke a, a fluent English. But the, so reporters were following him all around, and, and, uh, and, and what they would... Basically, what it came out to, they were saying, is that we have no, I don't know what he was talking about, but wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We never, it was like a, we, we felt like we were by a prophet of Israel from the, the old ancient days of Israel. And people like these Jews and people that were not Jewish were like doing tshuva and crying. And it was a whole, just when he went and he spoke, it says there when he came to the, when he first came off the boat, and they brought him to the hotel in New York. And it was, it was packed with, uh, all these different people that got in there, how they got in, all these, you know, the, from the Yiddish newspapers, a lot of Yiddish newspapers, in those days there were many, many religious, not, most of them were not religious, but they were all these, and all these people that were not from, were packed into the room, and they were all like doing tshuva and crying, all he said was like, like, how are you? <laughs> and then he would say like two or three sentences, you know, is the way he talks, the way he writes, is the way he spoke. And and then the island the, just, they were writing things down, they said, here it is, we don't know what this means, but take it and uh, so when he was there in, in, in Philadelphia and he spoke about the longing for freedom uh, the cherish of that is Am Yisrael and how you know they have the Pasuk there by the Liberty Bell <laughs> cross some draw bars cross some draw bars <clears throat> I, once with, I went many years ago with a class of mine when I was teaching in uh, high school I was teaching 12th grade boys and I took, uh, I went with the whole cover. We had a day out and we went to Philadelphia. It was very nice. We went all around. Of course, the only thing they were interested in was the stairs where Rocky went up or something. That was, that was the most furthest back they can go in history. To, uh, so I didn't see the movie, so I wasn't familiar, but they filled me in, the guys. Uh, and, then, and then there was that comment that one of the Persian boys had by the thing, like, why is this thing broken and why don't they fix it? <laughs> that was by the bell, which I had read someplace else. Like, this is a joke, but this guy meant it. <laughs> so that holy place where the freedom of America was, the freedom of America, or that longing for freedom here in this country, which was itself a holy thing, where, where, that, where that gained strength and emerged within this people here, the source of that is that the Am Yisrael's Longing for freedom. 
which we brought to the world, that intolerance of slavery. And slavery doesn't only mean when there's somebody standing over you with a whip. It means that to be a slave to other people's way of thinking, other people's way of, of talking and behaving. That desire for freedom is, is a fire that burns in the heart of the Jewish people. All desire of freedom and longing of life. Longing of life. Because the Jewish people and the Jew inside of himself understands how precious life is and what can be accomplished in life. So also medicine and science to improve life and to bring life. The Koyach of Am Yisrael, when that fire is poured into Kalim of medicine and, and, and other areas of science to help life and to improve life and to give and to bring longer life to the world and so on with Hashem's help. All of these come from the Sharish of that fire that's burning inside of Am Yisrael. Kol Tshukas Chaye HaKal V'Haprat That longing for life, for improved and, and beautiful life of the Klal, of the community of the nation and aprat, and of the individual, called tikva shel geula. All hope of redemption. All hope that every Jew has for redemption. And he might not interpret that as a redemption that comes with Mashiach, and the redemption that we daven for every minute of our lives. But for that person, it could be redemption from slavery, redemption from from sickness, redemption from racism or poverty, but redemption. This is a, this all comes from that fire. The Tikva Shalgaula. Rak Mimkor Mayan Chaim Heim Noivan. All of this flows only from this Ma'ayan Chayim, this Ma'ayan Chayim, this spring of living waters, this Ma'ayan Chayim, a spring of life. K'day l'chiyoiz es ha'chayim ha'yisraelim b'miluam and the ultimate, the ultimate tachlis and purpose of this fire and all of that longing for life and for redemption, for meaning and so on, that's contained within the panemius of, of the Jewish heart. Seeks to live ultimately Chaim HaYisraelim, Jewish life. Bimiluam, a complete and full Jewish life. That's really what it wants. That's really what that fire is seeking more than anything. Below stira, below hagbola. Without any contradiction, without any, without without contradiction and constriction. And then Rav Kook ends, and that's what this story the, the, is is about. V'zos he chukas eret Yisrael. Admas hakaydish, turn over eretz Hashem. And this is the desire for the land of Israel. Admas Kodesh, the holy soil. Eretz Yisrael. Sheboh ha-mitzvahs kulon mezgalmois u-mezbaltois bekol chativuyusah. Is only in Eretz Yisrael are all of the mitzvahs actualized. Right now, we're only keeping a small part of the 613 mitzvahs. And therefore, we're, we don't have most of the kalim that we, that we need. <coughs> the only place where all of those kalim exist, and there can be full actualization of the Jewish soul and the heart of the Jewish people, is an Eretz Yisrael. And now, unfortunately, because of the Churban Beis Amikdash, even in Eretz we can't keep all of the mitzvahs. V'cholzos is still the kalim there for the kalim there 
are much stronger and readily available than they are in Chutzlaretz. Vatshuka hazois shall hitzos tzivyon ruach Hashem. And this desire for the actualization of the spirit of Hashem shall nesias roish ruach Hashem be'etzem gedulasa for the uplifting of the head. The uplifting of the head, like we daven, the Jew shouldn't have their heads down. The pride of being a Jew. The Goin Yaakov of a Jew, it means Goin Yaakov, the pride of the Jewish people. A person can only feel that sense of pride when he is in his place and when his potential is fully actualized. And in the Golis, the Jewish people walk with their heads down. We walk with our heads down, not only ducking and hiding, but with our heads down because when we're away from our place, we're not in our place, we cannot really find full expression and full actualization of who we are. And that brings with it a certain feeling of shame and embarrassment and of a, lo- a-, a lowliness of spirit and Many unhealthy things come as a result of that. Everybody here has felt what it's like to be away from where you belong and far away from your home or to be in a place that's where you don't, you really don't fit in and it's not your place. You know, it's one of the most horrible feelings in the world. And in, in, when you're in that kind of situation, you you don't have this nesias reish, this this lifting up of the head, nasayas reish. You don't have the nesias reish for uplifting the head in the greatness of the spirit of Hashem. Shen nesias reish beruach Hashem beetsem gedulatso. He poelas al halavavas kulam. This, this desire has an effect. It works on all of the hearts. And all want to unite with it. To taste the pleasantness of its life. Rav Kuki is explaining why is it that we see such an unbelievable longing for Israel on the part of Jews who have no shaykhs to termises who have given up any connection, or, or nowadays don't, never heard of it. In Rav Cook's time, they gave it up. In our time, they, people don't know about it, never heard of it. <coughs> so where does that come from? So he's saying that this, this longing for the actualization of who we are and to be able to be who we are and to be in our place and to be proud this has a tremendous effect on the hearts of all Jews. And all want to connect to this. All want to have a part of this. All want to unite with it. And to taste the pleasantness of its life. Therefore I loved your commandments more than gold. When things are the way they're supposed to be, there's that expression that's found in Torah Mitzvahs. And Torah mitzvahs can only be fully observed and expressed in Eretz Yisrael. Ha'imit shebeleif, the courage, the fortitude in the heart. Hamara la'olam kula kulai, as gevuras ha'uma b'shmiras tzivyana, the courage in the heart that shows the entire world the strength of the nation in maintaining its character. That courage, that koach that's in the Jewish heart to be proud of being Jewish, to be proud of who we are, even even in the hearts of Jews who don't, at the present time, feel a connection to mitzvahs, but want still to somehow maintain the character of the Jewish people. 
Shma, the Erka, the name, the values, Emunasa, the faith, Masas Navsha, the vision. All of these, Kolulhu, the Chukas Chaye Ha'emes, are all included in the desire of the life of truth. Vachayim shall hamitzvahs kula, in the life of all of the mitzvahs. Sheyahel aleha or hatayra, the chol milua v'tuvay, that the light of the Torah in all its fullness and goodness should glow on it, meaning on the nation, on the Jewish people. All of that is included in Torah mitzvahs. Torah mitzvahs give expression to that, to all of the values, and the character, and the pride, and the faith, and the vision. Those We have these kalim, but unfortunately many, many over the years have lost connection to the kalim. <laughs> if someone who stands afar should be amazed and should wonder, how is it possible? This spectator, this observer is wondering, looking at the Jewish people. How is it possible that within all of the spirits which are seemingly removed from faith, <laughs> not only that they're not putting on tefillin and keeping Shabbos, but me'amuni, ask him, do you believe? Me'amuni, that, that they, that they, seem to be com- completely removed from Emunah. And Yifam or Yifoyim Baham Ruach Achayim, the pounds within these people also, the spirit of life. Ruach Achayim Bekoicha Hapnimi, with its inner strength, with all of its fire and passion. Lola Vadla Kirvasalakim Klolis, not only for abstract closeness to God. Because in their own way, they don't understand or they don't feel connected to the Kalim, but they're in their own way seeking a closeness to God. They find that fire is there and they're looking for some way to connect to Hashem, to connect to Am Yisrael. Kim l'chaye Yisrael ha'amitim, but for true Israelite life. That's really what they want. And the person who is watching this from the side is amazed that even these people who claim to have no faith, these Jews who claim to have lost their faith, are sacrificing their lives to create a place in in Israel for Am Yisrael to live. And to build the land and to cultivate and to farm and to and to help and to protect the land and so on. For the expression of mitzvahs in theory, poetry Virayon, Bashir Ubapo, poetry and practice. Why would Jews who are far from faith be so obsessed with with this place and be so obsessed with their connection to the Jewish people, if not because of this fire that is seeking mitzvahs in theory also, they in poetry and, 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 and in practice. All the writers we spoke so many times about we learned about Rav Cook and his relationship with, with writers, Jewish writers and poets and so on. This does not amaze one who is connected in the depths of his spirit to the depths of Knesset Yisrael. Only somebody, only an outsider doesn't understand what this is about Jews. But the insider, but those who are connected to the depths of Knesset Yisrael, and knows her wonderful gifts, they're not amazed by this. They're not at all surprised by any of this. They're not shocked by this. 
Yodeus Neflos Skulosa. Zohu Roz Hagavura. This is the secret of strength. Roz Hagavura, the secret of strength. Roimimus Hachayim. The height, the height of life, the highest height of life. Ashilad lo yitahu. That will never end. It says the Eishem Zberach took up a loisich by the fire of 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 the Jew. The fire of the Jewish people can't be extinguished. Ashilad lo yitahu. And you should observe my laws and judgments, which if a man, if a man does them, he shall live thereby. In other words, as we learn, the kalim of this fire, of all of life, of all the kaychas inside of us, are the mitzvahs. So the Pasik says, Ushmartem is Hukaisai Ves Mishpata Ashayasab Aisam Haodam Vikai Bahem. Hashem is saying is that live in them. Vikai Bahem means that Rav Kuk is saying that you have so much life inside of you. A Jew has so much chiyas. There's such a longing for life. There's such a fire inside of a Jew. V'chai b'hem is Hashem saying, Ani Hashem, v'chai b'hem Ani Hashem is that <coughs> find expression for that longing of life. Because inside of you, Ani Hashem. As we explained elsewhere, of course, the Ani of a Jew is Hashem. Ani Hashem So when the Jew looks at himself, Ani, it's Hashem. That comes from the Hashem inside of a person. That the Chiz, the Vachai Bahem, has to be poured into Bahem, into Yiddishkeit, the Torah misses. Ani Hashem. So you know how Rav Cook always ends with like a an atom bomb. So this halach is halach neshem ba'atzosachayim. It's halach neshem. There's one place in the world that's called atzosachayim. Zu eretz yisrael. The tachlis is to spend one's entire life walking in the presence of Hashem. Where? Barat Sosachai. Only Ertzisel is called Eretzachai. Why is Eretz Yisrael called Eretz Achayim? Because only in Eretz Yisrael can the Jewish people and each individual Jew find full expression for the Chiyas that's within him. Therefore, only in Eretz Yisrael can a Jew be fully alive. Everywhere else outside of Eretz Yisrael, every place outside of Eretz Yisrael is the Tumas Avir Eretz Ha'amim is is a place of death. Chutzlaret is a place of dying, of death. For a Jew, it's a place where he can't be fully alive. It's impossible for him to be fully alive. We're talking about this in the Chabur of Yosef Atzadik, this is where we were up to before the summer, we'll continue with the Mitzvah on Sunday. That it's impossible for a Jew to find full expression for his life and that fire inside of him and things that are not holy. It's not possible. 
So a Jew can run around and do all kinds of things and have all kinds of tithes, but at the end of the day, if you get him in a serious moment, he'll admit that he that this is not this couldn't be the tachlis of my life. This couldn't be the tachlis of my life. That, you can't have that conversation with with, with many other chavers that are like whatever in the parking lot by the football game or something, you know, barbecuing, whatever people do like to have fun. That's one of the less harmful uh, national pastimes. So. So a Jew could do that also. Is also standing there grilling, uh, and you know, and um, claiming that he's living for his team. And if, if the Yankees don't get to the series this year, there's no purpose to my life. And if the Mets don't, like you know, whatever, break 500, then I won't be able to go on living. And uh, whatever other thing a person attributes to be the thing that gives him a reason to live but that's not but when it comes to a yid the yid he might say that and he might you know stand there screaming and yelling the same chant as the as the rest of the guys over there but Pneumius what Rav Cook spoke about the Pneumius Alev in the, in the deepest part of the heart all this person is longing for is his is to walk in the presence of Hashem and the only place that could really really happen completely is Ba'ad Shasachayim is is Hashem That's So this is what we're learning about This is an Indian of Shmiris Habris and Hamuna is that a Jew feels that within him as even though he can try to enjoy the world, he can't give himself fully over to the world. Now, in Eretz Yisrael, a Jew feels much more at home, and he can give himself fully over to things, which is why in Israelis can be difficult. And when you're in Eretz Yisrael, it can be very, very difficult to get along with the Chavra, because there we're fully alive. Here, everybody's going to... It's much easier to get along with a person who's not passionate. It's much easier to... Get along with people who are, who are like very, very chilled. You know that the greatest ideal now is, in America is to be normal and chilled. That's their ideal. That's what everybody's talking about. To be chilled. So to get to chill the people, you can get along very, very easy. It's very easy. I was in the in the mountains this summer, and there's this guy that is a survivor of the system. I don't know his whole story, but from what I understand, just a little bit. He like was involved in all kinds of all kinds of crazy things, and he's been to like forty yeshivas. You know, one of these, like Mamish, every yeshiva, you know, in America, because uh, the family has enough to get him in, so they got him in. But then the yeshiva at some point said, "We can't, you know, thank you for the donation, get this guy out of here. <laughs> you know, we can't keep this kid in here." Because he's, he's, he's a vildemensch, Mamish a vildemensch, and but a beautiful and holy vildemensch. So I was so. I have a special liking for these kind of guys. So I, I was talking to him, and he, he talks very funny. It's, I find it just interesting to talk to him. So he was saying to me, he says, you know, Rabbi, you know, the most important thing is, I said, yeah, what's the most important thing? Is not to be judgmental. Not to be judgmental. That's the most important thing. I said, you saw that someplace in the cipher? Where does it say such a thing? The most important thing is not to be judgmental. I said, the most important thing is Anarchi Hashem Lokacha and Vahatlaracha Kamoicha. I mean, not to be judgmental. I mask him and I try not to be myself. Because if I would be, I would think that you're crazy for saying that. I'm trying not to be. But you understand why is he saying the most important thing is not to be judgmental? It's Akasha. Why is he saying that? Because he's suffering from feeling that he was being judged all of his life. And Adhayam, all he says is everything is good, all the kids are great, we don't care about how they look, but they're just Jewish kids and it's terrific. And, and this, you know, he pays money for all the kids to have a good time, he's just a good guy. But the main thing is not to be judgmental. And, and this, this Indian of, of getting off my back and not judging me, and, which is understandable, and being chilled and being normal. It's it's a very very much of a, chut, a chutzlarsticker thing. Try to go over to somebody in Israel. Like go over to like some some guy in the Knesset in the middle of when he's like foaming and spitting and kicking chairs and 
and and and like throwing things at the person who's speaking, right? And say, you know, I think you're being too judgmental. <laughs> Everybody asks themselves judgmental. What do you mean? I shouldn't be judgmental. They said, no, no, chill. You got to chill. You got to be normal. The trademark of Israel Dika Jews is that I'm not chilled, I'm not normal, and I'm judgmental. Crazy. That's why when they come here, it's a, it's a whole Indian to try to get along, to fit in. It's not so posh. Because they come to Chutzlar, Chutzlar is like dead. Chutzlar is dead. And he's really have a come here, like, no, what's going on here? Let's go, let's go. And Americans... Even the Yidin that are not Shaykh, that are not connected to Tarmitzis, there's a Chiyas, there's a fire, there's a breath, because they're, they're in their home, their home. I mean, your home, when you're home, you're yourself. And when a Jew is himself, he's a fire. And if the fire is, is taken care of and tended to in a, in a proper way, it's Gavaldi. And if it's not tended to in a proper way, it could be crazy. Mom's crazy. So to, 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 tell, to tell one of these guys, you know, they got to take it easy, take it easy. <clears throat> but after all the screaming, after all the yelling, after all the fighting, the throwing things and, and cursing and all crazy stuff that goes on, it always ends with, right? You should just be healthy. There's something very beautiful about that. And at the end of the day, with all of these people are screaming at each other and they'll talk to each other and, and, and they have such an in with each other, if any guy would lift a finger to hurt the other one, right? The Mahamish would kill in a second to help that Jew. It's an Eretz like a fire in Chutzlar. We'll have a committee. <laughs> we'll make a committee. In Chutzlar, we'll, 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 we'll form a committee to discuss this. And Eretz Yisrael, we're going to kill him. <laughs> That's, diff- that's a big difference. In Chutzlar, everything is committees. In Eretz it's just, let's just take care of this. Finish the guy off. Finish. It's done. Ah, Hashem is about to help us. That this should be the last, last, Elul, the last Rosh Hashanah the, the, here that we should spend in, the, in this place. And we should be Zoycha. This Halach of Nei Hashem. Jews who are alive and well, that families all of the